0: Hi everyone and welcome to Hashtag MomStrong. I'm your host Alex and let me just say I am so excited for today's episode. You have no idea how passionate and how excited I am to talk about self-care. I'm going to be talking about the types of self-care, the importance, the fact that there are some hard truths when it comes to self-care. I'm also going to be talking about mom guilt and what that means. I'm going to be discussing how we need to forgive ourselves. And that we need to allow ourselves to set boundaries. This is not just for parents, this is for everyone. So, you may be wondering what exactly is self care? Well, self care is anything that we do to take care of ourselves and our well being, whether it's emotional, mental, or physical health. What we do to take care of it, that's our self care. It begins with you. You aren't selfish for taking care of yourself before others. One of my most used phrases when it comes to self-care is that you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't take care of others if you haven't taken care of yourselves first. It's not possible. For me, self-care is making sure that my diet is nutritious and healthy. It's making sure that I fit time into my daily schedule to exercise. It's keeping a clean house and going to therapy and sticking to a budget and trying to get enough sleep emphasis on the trying part there guys it's also taking time for myself to watch a show or listen to music or take a bubble bath it's so many things that combine into one whole topic So self-care is important because it's a reminder to prioritize ourselves. It makes you happier and in turn can snowball into helping others who need it. Your friends, your family, your significant other, your kids. It improves your productivity. By setting those boundaries and learning how to say no, which is really hard for a two-letter word, you learn to stop overextending yourself and make time for the things that matter to you, the things that are important to you. Self-care can also improve your immunity and your physical health. Taking care of yourself and your body can allow your body to rest, which in turn activates your parasympathetic nervous system, allowing your body to feel more rejuvenated and more healthy. Less stress equals less sickness. It allows you to have better self-esteem and better self-awareness. You're taking time to focus on you, what you need, what you want. That's got to feel good, and it's got to make you feel confident, because I know it makes me feel confident. You're learning what's important to you and becoming aware of where your boundaries lay. You're learning to listen to yourself and giving your body what you need and what you want. These are incredible things. It's the reason why self-care is so important. You're prioritizing all of the things that make you feel better. And when you feel better, your cup is now fuller. So you're not pouring from an empty glass. You're pouring from a half full glass, a quarter full glass, a full glass. You're loving, you're learning to love yourself. You're learning to set those boundaries. You're learning to say no when you need to and rest when you need to and take care of yourself in the ways that you need to. Your body can't run on two hours of sleep and 16 energy drinks. It can't run on eating McDonald's every day. It makes you feel like crap. It makes you feel groggy and gross. And it's not fun. You need to take time to also love yourself. Go buy yourself a new outfit. Go and listen to music and have a bubble bath. Do what makes you happy. There's also some hard parts about self-care. And that's what I'm going to get into next. So if you haven't already figured it out from the title, we are going to talk about the hard truths about self-care. How it's not always bubble baths and flowers. Sometimes it's a really hard. It's an incredible thing, don't get me wrong, but it can be difficult at times. I'm a people pleaser, so I'm always saying yes. I'm always going out of my way to help people and encourage people, and sometimes it takes its toll on me. Sometimes I don't know where my boundaries lie, and that is something that I am currently working on. Self-care is learning how to set those boundaries, and like I said, it's hard. The word no for a two-letter word is damn near impossible to say sometimes. It's also about learning how to be okay in uncomfortable situations. It's talking about your feelings when they're raw and hard to talk about. If I'm... Having a bad day, I need to let people know because it's not fair for myself to pent it up and take it out on others if I'm not willing to talk about it. It's breaking off the comforts of something toxic. Sometimes you have toxic friendships that just aren't working out anymore. Sometimes you need to let go of your own toxic traits. It's not easy. It's... Like I said, it's really hard. And sometimes you find comforts in things that make you feel shitty. It's also allowing yourself to set boundaries, which is never easy. It's allowing yourself to say, Hey, I don't want to be treated this way. Hey, I don't like what you said. And I need to stop this conversation now. It's, hey... I'm feeling triggered, this is not your fault, but I do need to step away for a bit. Those things aren't easy, and it's not natural to come by, at least not for me, and I applaud anyone who is brave enough to have those boundaries. It's... Self-care is also doing the things that aren't always fun. It's cleaning the house, which sucks, because I hate cleaning, this is super unfair it's sticking to a financial budget which i mean i get i like having a roof over my head more than i like having a new pair of shoes it's eating healthy and going to therapy if i'm not going to therapy then i'm going to feel worse because i'm penting up all of this trauma all of this hard emotions that i don't know how to deal with i haven't gone to school to deal with these emotions it's not fun Sometimes I end up leaving therapy crying, but it makes me feel accomplished and it makes me feel better. It's not always fun and it's not always easy. Like I said, yes, there are things like bubble bubble baths and buying flowers for yourself and treating yourself to nice things, but it's also waking up and making your bed. It's Making breakfast opposed to driving through Tim Hortons and getting a breakfast sandwich. Because the healthier option is going to make you feel better. It's not going to be fun. Never in the morning. Like in the mornings, I'm never, ever wanting to cook. But I do it because I know that I can go to the... Tim Hortons or the McDonald's and buy myself a breakfast sandwich, but then I'm wasting money, I'm eating something that's bad for me, and I'm going to feel worse. So those are some of the hard truths that I found, and I also find it really hard to hold myself accountable for my self-care. You gotta learn to take that responsibility. It's not up to your fiance to tell you, hey, you should go take a bath. It's not up to your friend to say hey you should go to therapy I think that's good for you and it's something that you got to seek for inside yourself what makes you feel good what makes you feel better those are the things that you want to work towards all right so let's dive into that topic of mom guilt Mom guilt is the idea that we should feel bad and ashamed if we are not parenting the right way. It can be things like, I'm letting my children watch too much TV, or I gave my kids McDonald's for supper, I wonder how I'm going to be judged. Or right now, a lot of you are probably struggling with how to handle the upcoming school year. We are all out here doing our best that we can with what we have. Parents don't get a manual. If we did, it would be a lot easier, but we don't which makes our job one of the hardest jobs out there. We as parents have a lot of pressure on us, but the best way to combat that feeling is to stop comparing yourselves to other parents and start showing yourself the same love, patience, and compassion that you have for your loved ones. Learn to forgive yourself for the mistakes that you make. And give yourself some patience and loves. Sometimes we get so caught up in trying to be this perfect person, to have a perfect clean house, to have every meal planned, to have our kids outside playing all day, when sometimes it's just not possible. Sometimes I let my son watch TV for three hours, and sometimes I let him hang out in the house with just a diaper on, because you know what? Getting my baby dressed is not always easy, and sometimes I'm lazy. But we are all only human, and we all make mistakes. We all have different ways of parenting, and that is okay. There is an incredible article by Bre- by Brene Brown that I will link in the episode description about the differences between shame and guilt. We often say we have mom guilt when it should be phrased as we have mom shame. Again, you shouldn't feel this feeling because you are amazing and you should feel love and compassion for yourself. But the difference between shame and guilt is that shame often brings us to feel flawed and unworthy. It's a bad experience that you don't want to feel. Whereas guilt can be adaptive and helpful. It's Being able to move on from a mistake and learn from it. I know where I find my most mom guilt. It's more shame than guilt. I tend to fixate on it and I hurt myself more by not giving myself the empathy or compassion. It's not fun. And shame brings you down, whereas guilt moves you forward. So next time you think about the phrase mom guilt, think of it as the way it should be. Think of it as I made a mistake or... I did something wrong. Let's fix that. Let us control where we go from here. Don't fixate on it. Don't let it bring you down because you are an amazing parent. You are doing the best that you can with what you're given. So show yourself that love. Show yourself that compassion because that is a part of self-care. Showing yourself that love and compassion that you show your friends and family Why aren't you showing it to yourself? What is stopping you from loving yourself the way that you love your friends? Sometimes you think of yourself as your worst enemy when you should be your own best friend. All right, so you're probably wondering cool, we've talked about all this stuff. What are some ways that I can start doing self care right now? So, you know what? If you have five minutes, brush your hair. Make yourself a hot chocolate and just feel the warmth of it. Drink water. Yo, drink water, guys. Super important. Super important to a healthy lifestyle is making sure you're drinking that water. Um, Talk to someone you love. Give someone a call. Whether it be your mom or your best friend or your husband or wife. Give someone a hug. Write things that you're grateful for. Do do a journal entry. If you have 15 minutes, go take yourself a shower or go for a walk. Do some yoga. Watch your favorite movie. Create a budget and stick to it. Make your bed. Clean your kitchen. Guys, there are so many ways to self-care. And I am encourage you. I implore you to do it. I implore you to seek inside yourself. Do what makes you feel good. Do what makes you feel better. Because those are the things that are going to fill up your cup so that you can help others learn how to self-care. one of my favorite ways to self-care? Retail therapy. I love shopping and I love clothes and I especially love workout clothes and products. I have teamed up with Titan Strong to be able to give you guys a 15% discount on all of their amazing products. So check them out at www.titan.clothing. So that's www.titan.clothing. T-h-i-n-g. Make sure you use the code MOMSTRONG15 at the checkout to get a 15% off discount. Happy shopping everyone! Alright, thank you everyone so much for tuning in today, and I hope you guys learned a little bit about self-care and the hard truth, and I hope you start practicing some self-care today. I'm your host, Alex, and you are listening to Hashtag MomStrong, and I will see you all next Friday for a new and exciting episode. Stay tuned for more.